podcast in the app store. All right, well, here we are at uh, episode number eight, number nine. I believe we're on nine. Nine now, we made it past the eight of midlife crisis. How is that possible? How is it possible? We're going to say that about, you know, 200, hopefully soon. Yeah, we're going to start recording every day a couple times. (laughs) Right. Um, What are we at? So the one thing I was going to say is um, kind of along the line, we were talking a little bit before we started about um, the moodiness of, of AI. And I, again, I was, I was working on the weekend and I'm, I kind of get into my update a little bit, which is that I'm on kind of a roll with, um, with SEO right now. I'm kind of going, starting from scratch. I feel like I'm starting from scratch and we had a fair amount of like a last time of this year, our traffic was shooting upward and I was very optimistic. Signups were going up. Everything was great with the app and it was looking very promising. Now we are less than half of that traffic a year later, unfortunately, because there was a few yeah. updates. And I do think if I had to put my finger on it, my guess is that we doubled down, we doubled down hard on, on AI ridden content. And so really? This my, think- this, I think that's the biggest because we actually had some really unique kind of um, content we were ranking for that very few other people were even interested in. And we're not even ranking for those anymore. And it's just like so. But we wrote more articles and the kind of articles we wrote were AI uh, so, generated articles. So you believe that the AI generated content has disconnected you? Well, it's hurt us, yeah, in, in the in the rankings. Now, it could be two what two reasons for this. Number one, it could be that that is a parameter that Google Search is now using. I wouldn't be surprised because they updated their algorithm twice now. For sure, I wouldn't be surprised if they at least stuck it in there. It doesn't mean that they're gonna like make it a black or white thing, but I'm I'm gonna guess that they're gonna throw it in there. And it's very easy for them to detect AI because there's a bunch of stuff that can detect it. And so um, I'm guessing that they at least have it as a marker. But the other thing is I was looking at actually the articles themselves and they look great if you just scan them. But if you actually read a blog written by mostly AI and we had some guy that we had outsourced to that was basically doing that, they're pretty crappy. I mean, they're just garbage articles. Like you're not going to learn as very much from it. It's just the, the, the voice is this arrogant, cold corporate know-it-all who doesn't have any personal stories to tell there's no like in there's no examples from a from the writer's past it's just let me tell you how to do this best practices best practices best practices and it's just stuff that you know it's just regurgitated kind of crapola can you so that would be my guess to tell it like um find me a story so well well, yeah like relate to this you know give a story that relates to this as well Mm -hmm. give some examples put in five percent typos and grammatical in yeah yeah like yeah like you're supposed to do if you're writing a college because you could do that humans make mistakes i don't know well i think the thing is for me is i was like there's a risk either way i you know it's like you build your i've had this before where we built you know, they always say, be careful of building something on someone else's platform, right? So build your yeah. own business on someone else's platform. The concern I have about it is if I build everything on this platform, ChatGPT or whatever, Bard, you're going to end up with with a risk that at one day Google decides to 
to pull the rug underneath everyone. And suddenly the ones that are actually now ranking are the ones that always had good content or actually spent the time to write it. And, and, and I've actually looked at a few videos on this too. Like the, the one pattern that I see with SEOs that they always say is anytime you've been hit by an algorithm update, go back and do the hard work, make incredible articles that are incredible incredibly useful and incredibly valuable. The truth is I haven't been looking at them at all. I just outsourced this to some SEO guy and he came up with good topics to write about. And then our writers basically generated crap. And I didn't, and you know, I'm sure it was okay, but I have good topics, but bad writing. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was good topics, bad writing. And I think I, as I was looking at them, cause I haven't really been focused on it. I just been letting other people do it. It was like, well, why haven't I been looking at this? This is my job. <laughs> this is my job to, to actually pay attention. And I've been ignoring it really and just letting someone who doesn't really have any skin in the game run with this. So anyway, my my main thing is now, and this is going to probably uh, be hard to hear, but I'm going to endeavor in the next month to rewrite myself some of the m- most important articles on the site, like from scratch, from basically myself. I'm just going to go at it. I will use AI as a way to kind of help me outline these articles, but I'm not going to use it anymore to write it because, you know, I did this this weekend. It was very painful. It was like four hours of me writing this long 3000 page, a 3000 word article. And, uh, but at the end I felt really good. Cause I was like, this is so much better quality than the one that was generated right. by AI on the same topic. The one with AI, I have to say like the number of times I basically read the same it will basically take a concept and re-say it four or five times throughout, just randomly. It's just like, wait, I, I thought I already read that. And so the 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 quality is just night and day. And I I guess I I've been under the presumption that GPT four was really great at writing, and and I'm kind of realizing like nah, maybe if you do a lot of prompting, but it's still pretty compared to a human. Yeah, it's awesome. good for assisting, right? I mean, so like, yeah, give me an outline, right, and then fill in this specific thing, talk about this very specific part of the outline, then talk about that very specific part of the mm-hmm. outline, then that, right? It, I think it's more, it's more like context. You have to narrow it down. Like yeah. the scope has to be very, very fine. Tell me about this very specific detail. And then you just iterate through that, right? So that's and, really and, where. And do we think GPT-4 was trained to be a journalist, you know? Or- yeah or any of these things. Well, some of the content was certainly output from real live journalists mm-hmm. that had consumed. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's easy to pick out and see this reiterative, you know, yeah. regenerative, same ideas over and over and over again. Um, but I, I don't know. I think the, the warmth and even the sideways humor, the ability mm-hmm. to take in multiple, you know, contexts, um, you know, like the old cartoons, you know, when I say old cartoons, I'm not dating myself I'm, by telling you which ones I mean, but the good cartoons would have several levels right. of, of humor wrapped in something for the kids, something for right, right. adults, you know, something political, all wrapped mm-hmm, into this nuance. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it, it lacks that. Uh, they, they talk about the multimodal AI mm. models. And um, I, I think there's going to be have to there's going to have to be a lot more of these modalities yeah. that cross to kind of eradicate some of that um, inhuman response type. Well, we're in new territory, and I I don't know what the ultimate result will be. SEO in five years could look very 
it could be very favorable to to AI writing. And that may be what Google ends up preferring down the road because it's like, why should I take this garbage that humans, you know, created and I right. could get the humans best. Humans make mistakes. AI <laughs> Exactly. <clears throat> so that could be what SEO looks like. But I think right now, my guess is that if if this is the kind of quality, I think it's just very generic. And again, either I, my choice is either I have to work to really prompt better and take the risk that it's still detectable by other AI because it's just AI written or I just write it myself. And I think at this point, I've already lost so much traffic. I'm just going to do the hard the hard work. and It's worth a test. Yeah, right? Well, and again, like you said, just you know, let it let it help you, right? That, that's yeah. what the thing is. It helps you, right? It helps you get better content. It helps you, hopefully, with better better material. But yeah, still putting it in your own words, relating to it, how you ran into this, how you, you know, now mm-hmm. are able to solve the problem by doing that, right? And just some of those things, right? Being able to come up with, yeah. or even telling you, like, here's my story where I right. ran into a problem. Can you help me, you know, say that better or more totally. concisely? Right. And I actually found it was pretty cool. One thing I did that really helped was I took some of the best articles out there on the topic, added them all to one large Google doc and then ran it through GPT and just said, take all these and kind of amalgamate them and make them into one outline. So I was able to kind of take the best of each and then oh, yeah. it blew, you know, th- threw me an outline really quickly to, that I could use that was kind of taking the best concepts from the best articles out there. So it's, it is powerful in a way that if I had done this beforehand, I would have, you know, I'd be doing this for, you know, this, this four hours that I wrote would have been, you know, a few days. So it is, right. it's incredible. It was funny though. At one point I did ask it to, <laughs> I think I asked it to rewrite an article um, that I had used. I'd kind of, again, amalgamated a few and I said, rewrite this in my tone or whatever. And it said after a while of me talking to it, like, you know, this is a really tough, tough task that you're asking me to do. Uh, I'm going to need, <laughs> I need some time. So if you could just hold on. <laughs> I'll be letting you know when it's ready. And thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh, what? So it's like, I'm going to need a drink uh, after this. Yeah, exactly. Please hold on. <laughs> and then after I was literally a wedding, I'm kind of thinking, is it going to keep, is it going to start you know, writing? I don't again? like it your tone right now. <laughs> exactly. You need so a then I off. say to it, okay, well, I, I appreciate that. I know this is a hard task. Can you tell me like, when should I check in with you about this? And it said, <laughs> Yeah, this is a tough task. Project, if you could, if you could give me at least twenty four hours, that would be great. And I, <laughs> so I'm like, what do I say? To, I'm like thinking, like, what do I say to this? Like, it's clearly telling me no. Like, and it's not, it's not going to use twenty four hours to do anything. When, this is when you take. This is when you take screen caps. These are the memes, right? right. This is when you actually, actually I probably do have that one. Caps, um, yeah. I think there should be a greatest hits. We that might be a great recurring theme here. Our 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 greatest hits. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when, when when an AI just comes back with something just it, it was very passive. Yeah, it was a little passive aggressive. It was you know it was like a coworker real. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. But anyway, it makes sense. And the other thing I was telling you, uh, I think we were talking beforehand about temperature. Yeah, right. As you start to bring some of these models in, you know, concept of of temperature around, do you want it to be more creative or mm-hmm. bo- or more accurate? And and it is possible in some of those queries to specify, 
you know, I really want, I really want accuracy um, versus um, flamboyance. Right. Yeah. Good point. And sometimes you want a little <laughs> both, but. Yeah. Do you use special instructions or do you use it? Like, do you create any GPTs for this or are you Actually, just did, kind of in the, I did create one that was, that I ran a bunch of my own actual articles that I had written before AI ever appeared. So I just kind of took about, I don't know, 10 articles, threw it into a GPT and said, you know, here's my tone. Right. So I, I don't, honestly, I didn't feel like it was a big difference though. Maybe slightly more my tone. Okay. But it, it didn't feel dramatically like I actually asked it to do one with my these... GPT and one without and I don't look know. the same. Punch the, yeah. punch the transcripts of our podcast. In yeah, general. that could be. <laughs> you could go, Give it to me in Jeff's voice. Right, right. <laughs> um, that is something that's coming. Right. Okay. okay. All right. I think so. I mean, it's it's hard to know because I think we we might even give ourselves a little more. Like, I think I'm some super unique writer, but really I'm not. So that's the other problem is like, we're not that unique and special a lot of times as humans anyway. We're mostly like an AI, just regurgitating a lot of stuff we've heard. Um, I know that. So yeah, that and my writing style is probably pretty distant itself. You know, it's not like I'm, you know, if you ever, if you ever read like uh, Hemingway, which is kind of, you know, I haven't picked up one of his books for a while, but it's, it's such a stark contrast, his style. Oh to, yeah, for sure to what anyone else writes at it. It's very, um, it's, it's very on in the moment. It's actually kind of fun because you feel like you're going on like a little ride with him through Europe or wherever he is at the moment. And it's, it's edgy. It's, it's poor grammar. And that's what makes it kind of interesting to read. But most of us just don't write that interestingly. <laughs> right. We're writing new emails and, you know, it's very plan bland effectively. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, that's my kind of a, you know, that's my new update with the with the app is that I really I'm kind of at a standstill now. Um, this should be kind of a time where we're getting a lot you of interest. You're not at a standstill. You are you well, are focusing and reevaluating where you are. Yeah, you yeah. Can refocus in ways that will give you new levels of movement, new traction. Well said. I, I right. don't think you're standing still. It, you're not pivoting to like some other pivoting. market. Right no, now. we're not. That's true. No. We're just, so it's a kind of good, I mean, we, we signups have gone down and so I'm kind of like, all right, well, this is maybe a good time to refocus on the basics and rebuild and see what happens. But yeah, I'm going to spend the next month just kind of going through optimizing uh, the content, doing site audits. I've done a course already. Uh, just finished up a course on SEO that was kind of a refresher and we're just going to go hard on this and see that it's the best thing I know how to do right now in terms of marketing. So We'll see how that goes. Awesome. What about you guys? Uh, so, Steve, you uh, have some updates you were working on your app this week and kind of where are you at with things and what have you found? Yeah, so I've been mostly focused on cleaning up the front end, like making it a little more presentable, um, fancier, nicer. Um, filling in, you know, like when you messaged me about changing the title, like I realized like, oh, I didn't even have that. So then I, you know, quick added it and then got it. Now I'm, I have someone I'm meeting with on Friday who's they're starting their podcast. And so I'm going to talk with them about nice. what they're doing and then probably work with them on getting them onboarded. And cool. then, okay. Then How'd you meet them? Another... Is that a, was that an organic sign up or was that? Um... No, it's through, it's through a friend. 
Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, yeah. So, I, so I think there's that. Get testing done, right? Yeah, and I mean, we've. I mean, for me, like, I'm kind of super lucky because, like, this podcast we're doing, right? It it does everything, and so I'm working in kind of a team functionality to where we can all log in and then manage it, and then I also kind of have messages baked in. So as soon as it's done processing, it'll just send an email with Ooh. here's here's what it is. Here's some some ideas, all sorts of stuff. Um, and then we can go through there. So, yeah, I mean, I've mostly been <clears throat> like tuning some of the stuff, just cleaning up. I haven't done anything too big. I do have a couple of like features I want to get added. Um, some more like uh, integration with YouTube, some of that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's, I think it's coming along. How many um, times I have you had to write, rewrite any of the functions that you create, like, mm. you know, I, I, as I'm kind of trying to get my feet under me with all of the components of Mern and, and everything else it, as a neophyte, uh, I wonder how many times you have to go, Oh, now I need to redo that. Or I no, I, I get that a lot okay. where for, for example, especially in a lot of, a lot of maybe like the if conditions, Right. So then I'll have some of these situations where I have this job scheduler and there's different job types. And then I, I kind of realized like after I've worked on like five different, you know, processes, okay, I need to consolidate this down into one. And, and so it's just kind of this constant refactoring. Hmm. And the, especially like when it starts, you know, when you're scrolling down through it, you're just like, man, this is but too much. Like if you have to go to the end of the file or you know, um, are are you creating on the fly, and so it's um, it's a little bit of this, and then a little bit back of that, and a little bit of this, because you're creating up here, or do you have a, do you have a functional design and like a plan document? And you're like, I wish I did. Like I, I've actually been looking at are there ways to visualize my code, and so like in my head, like I understand kind of all the pieces, but there are there are a lot of parts, right? I mean, the infrastructure, there's a lot to it. Um, so understanding, like, especially how the front end talks to the back end, how the back end talks to like database job scheduler, like some of those pieces, and then how all of those pieces interact. Um, so like, it's, it's mostly in my head, but I do need to get it down. And then even getting it down kind of to the code level, right? Like these components all interact with one another. And then there's some inheritance here, or there's uh, like, I don't know, like, um, what do they call that? Like prop drilling, right? So there's mm -hmm. like all of this stuff, right? Should I use prop drilling? Should I use states? Like there's kind of different things and then realizing like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. Now I got to consolidate this, change this all. Um, so, I mean, it, it never ends. And I think it is, it does all start in your head, right? Like you conceptualize it. And then as you see it, like, okay, I should have the front end do this. And then the back end does that. And then this does that. And you kind of piece it together. One, one would naturally <laughs> ask, you know, which is more efficient? Um, and, and just like the temperature, you know, setting your temperature towards, yeah. you know, creativity versus, um, you know. Yeah, I, I try to aim for simplicity, <clears throat> right? What is most simple? And then, then not like, always easy. It's not always what, easy. what am I going to be able to read the easiest, right? So like, if I come back to something a month from now, yeah. do I have to relearn anything, right? Or does it just make sense? And that's what I've tried to been, that's what I've been trying to get to is where, I can go, go back to something and I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. And so maybe it's like, what will my future self thank me for? 
just trying to like keep that in mind or as as i hire somebody right i, I don't want to have to have them go through a mess of all this code right i, I want it to be as clear as possible and so that's mm-hmm. I, I guess i mean and it, it it's a lot harder to do than it sounds and it's also like a lot of time right like you got to make features you got to fix all these things or change all this stuff but then at the same time while you're adding those things like i mean even I've kind of weighed like, okay, I'm okay with this piece of technical debt because I'm going to redo all of this stuff. Just not today, but I need these two things to work. And so I kind of went through that this weekend. Simple rarely is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting because you, you do have to to make, you do have to, to be very thoughtful about the beginning of the app and how you're going to set things up. And what, you know, what I might do down the road, what we might add, you know, so, so yeah, yeah. sometimes with a database, especially, yeah, if you think about kind of like how you structure things, um, thinking about, you know, 10 features or 20 features down the road where it's like kind of a nice to have, but if it impacted the way things are currently working and you have a bunch of users on there, that's where it gets sticky. And if you have to do migrations yep. and stuff like that, that's not as fun. So I definitely think it's good to to be to be thinking about this stuff a little slower at the beginning and really um, give yourself a lot of optionality down the road. Yeah, and then you'll still do it wrong, but even so, like I mean, at least you'll feel better about it, and you know, right. hopefully it's hopefully it's decoupled enough to where you know each component is kind of isolated to its own kind of its own domain, so that that way, like they all just kind of interact with each other and. It doesn't break as much, but it's still, I mean, even now, like, I mean, some of the stuff I did, you know, a few months ago, I'm like, eh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. And, you know, now I know better. But how many of those now I know betters will I say six months from now? And, right. you know, the stuff I'm doing today. I mean, it's just like if you look at your code from, I don't know if you ever looked at looked at your old code you've written years before, you're like, man, I sucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, you never think you suck at the time. You know, so then it's like, wait, if I didn't think I sucked then, but I'm looking at this now and I think I did, and today I don't think I suck, like, will I think the same thing in three years? Like, so then, yeah. I think that... Always laugh at you. Yeah, I think that's when they say, like, everybody everybody thinks they're above average, but really, like, not many people are. And so I think that's maybe where where it comes in. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I thankfully I never thought I was above average in that domain. I I definitely knew I was a uh, below <laughs> below average. Yeah, I'm uh, happy beating mediocre and just right. know you got to try harder. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, good. How about you, so, Jeff? Well, thank What's goodness happening? I'm pretty. No, <laughs> <laughs> getting by on your looks. Um, got a face no, made for podcasts. Yeah, no, I uh, you got a face made for radio. Um, yeah they uh here's the some interesting stories so kind of took a step back and learning some of the things that you know again jumping into the deep end of the pool just because you two guys go no go for it go for it (laughs) we'll watch we'll be right here as i'm flailing about so we hold out that long pole for you to grab onto with the hook to catch you well i got i got the floaties so i'm okay right Um, but uh yeah, it, it's one of those things where I'm I'm really wanting to do this right. And I'm, so I'm learning some stuff that's, eh, you know, necessary, uh, fundamental. But again, as a neophyte coming into this, I'm like, well, 
I have a lot of friends around me and a lot of AI tools, um, yeah. but you know, some basics around JavaScript and some things that, um, that I just, I want to kind of be more sound on. And, mm -hmm. uh, so I've kind of been digging into that uh, again, Brad Traversy for the win. And, um, a lot of those things that Steve's talked about before good resources out there. Um, Olama, mm -hmm. <laughs> we've been talking about of that a lot. Um, I'm are you using the coding model? Uh, are you using the coding model or what are you doing with Olama? So right now I'm, I'm pulling stuff locally to build a, um, I, I want to take my own knowledge base and feed into it. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a few different approaches that you can take mm -hmm. by tuning an existing model based on, and this is what we were talking about earlier where you're like, okay, here's some samples, uh, review this similar approach. Um, certainly building my own model that um, I don't have enough GPUs in the house yet. So I am looking at one. So okay. just another. Well, I, only $3,000 as much as a car, you know. Right, they're, right, right. They're not cheap <clears throat> that uh, can do the work for you. But um, the, the other side of that is, you know, then you have, you invest the time. So time, time is. Uh, Are you integrating with Obsidian? Like your Obsidian I, notes? I just found the Olama plugin for Obsidian. So yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, it, it's um, God, there's so much every day. In other news, the thing that I'm creating, the market I'm going after, guess what? Turns out my wife at her business has like a cafe, and hmm. they have some devices in hmm. there that cool. um, you know, from my competition. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. So you have some wow. the same competitor that I found, you know, a couple nice. weeks ago. I'm like, ah, turns out my wife's company is using that. So good. Jeez. So now I'm really motivated because now it'll be like, ha ha, you know, um, but like you know, it's funny. So this is a small cafe there. that just is using this competitor or is this a big kind of company? Well, so, so again, we haven't really discussed what this is, but yeah. it could be used in a, cafe or okay. a retail yeah. environment or yeah something. and listeners can come in can can email us and guess what it is you're getting yeah. warmer you're guess getting what warmer. it is yo colder 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 warmer we'll <laughs> give you uh i don't know what we'll give them like a 50 dollars starbucks gift card <laughs> right yeah well, you too right. can sign up to be a beta tester for you know yeah there you go right um, projectjack.com and then um, testing some of the hardware integrations. Um, I went to a uh, uh, a conference, basically a trade conference, and helped my the company I work for, um, you know, kind of get ready for that. And so I was able to build a reference device and bring it with, and was able hmm. to uh, um, kind of take it. So anyway, the the hardware interfaces and pieces. I've done some research as well to ease the deployment there. So on the hardware side, some movement on the software side, um, some movement, but I, um, I might bring somebody into the fold to, uh, yeah. to have their help with some of the coding pieces. Uh, Steve and I were talking about hmm. that earlier today. Okay. So like a, um, someone, you know, already, or someone you, d you would hire, um, you know, somebody who would be, uh, just as interested and perhaps vested. We'll see. Okay. That's a co-founder kind of idea or someone who's like 
Yeah. Have some equity. Remember that JavaScript stuff that I was, you know, trying uh -huh. to spin up. I mean, there's another option, right? Ha having somebody that um, already has that background in that. Well, motivation. especially, you know, I'm two years, more, more than two years into this now. I would love, there's days where I wish I had a co-founder that could just deal with the technology while I deal with the marketing. And uh, there's nothing... If you guys can, if you can find someone who you trust, like, and can get along with and all that stuff, there's nothing wrong with a setup like that, where um, it allows one person to be able to focus on one thing and do that really well, take care of the customers and the other person to really, um, to get the word out. I was listening to uh, the latest Tim Ferriss show from this week. It has Noah Kagan on there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with oh, Noah Kagan. Yeah. He's great. Um, and, uh, but it was a good reminder. They said it 30 minutes in, I think there was a comment that I really liked, which was basically, I think it was Tim Ferriss who said it was, if you look at most billionaires, most of them are salespeople. And there's not, that's not a coincidence. There are a few, you know, technologists and engineers that are billionaires, but that's usually the, op usually that's not who becomes the billionaires. These are the ones helping the billionaires become billionaires. It's usually right. the, the salespeople are often the ones who get wealthy fast. And, and it's not about wealthy so much. That's not my personal goal, but in, in terms of ensuring that a business that you create can succeed, if I had to choose one or the other, I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm realizing marketing skills are way more valuable than engineering schools. And I, and that's hard for us to hear yeah. as engineers, but it's, <laughs> it's sadly it, true because it is another have someone one of those timeless nuggets. Yeah. Dad always said, you want to make money, go into sales Yeah, or own your own business. Mm. Which you're still in sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you got to sell yourself. Yeah. I'm, I just, I mean, it's like, the same nuggets over and over again. Someday they're going to say, yeah, I was on a podcast. Steve Beck said, um, <laughs> Steve Beck said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Actually, it does happen because you're on this podcast. I love it. Now you just have to say something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no pressure. Jeez, Jeff, put me no, on the spot. Tim Ferriss, love it. Love the stuff that um he do that he can dig out of other people. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have your chat GPT there, right? Uh, to give you something quick. Oh yeah, quick chat GPT. <laughs> I need something smart to say. Give me a quote. Yeah, it's timeless. Something timeless. Everything you say <laughs> yeah. is pretty smart. There you go. But yeah, so that's kind of uh you know again if you can find someone that it you know again if you wanted to focus less on the technology, just kind of be more of the overseer. That would be, that'd be cool. Um, and then really the hard, for me, the hard part is let's say you have this business idea, Jeff, or the SaaS idea. And it's like, you know, maybe you do call up the people who are running that cafe. It seems like your wife might have some connections and say, yeah, yeah. what exactly is driving you crazy about this system that you're using? What would you improve? And there's some gold there i'm sure that you so it's like you know at first our reaction is like oh darn they're using my competitor uh they should be using my unmade product but it's like once you realize i have this in my my backyard i have this person i, I have a contact i can go and say hey what do you guys think about this i mean yeah you're using it obviously but 
but is there anything you change and is there anything you wish it did or did not do that that would make your life easier yeah there's always room for the best i do have the contacts and um that is not a bad idea get some real competitive i I guess yeah investigation going I, i think that's smart and then you can always um uh Get a coffee while you're there. It sounds like so that'd be nice. <laughs> Nothing true. else. No, that's that's also true. Did you? So in this podcast, your wife to swap it. Yeah, exactly. Get her, get her to swap. In this podcast, by the way, there's a fun. This will be a little challenge if you want um, for both of you. Uh, so he has this kind of famous thing, Noah Kagan, where he'll encourage people, especially like budding entrepreneurs, to go to a Starbucks and try to negotiate. A discount get a discount for their coffee for no good reason and it's a fun exercise i think it's actually is a good exercise i've done it a few times before and um it's kind of forces you to first of all get out of your comfort zone and then also to kind of it kind of question reality a little bit because especially in the u.s our culture is not bargain focused at all right we yeah barter barter focus. barter focus right so we just show up we pay whatever they ask us they tell us to pay we pay or, or we just don't buy it but it is kind of fun to kind of go in there and and it, what's surprising is that it kind of breaks down this kind of false wall that you think is so solid and you realize it's actually made of like tissue paper and i've never had a barista at starbucks not give me a discount whenever i've tried this which is kind of surprising because they have no real reason to give it to you interest starbucks so, yeah, so I never knew you, you could do that. You do it. Don't tell us how you do it. But if we say, can I have a discount? Well, <laughs> if, do. If I was going to say, like, can I have the senior citizen discount? You don't even have to ask. You just, you just say, uh, hi, could I get a, I would like to get a you know, cup of coffee. Could I get a discount on that? Steve's and they'll usually say, why? Uh, they'll, or like, what? And they'll be confused. They're just like, you know, I'm, I just, would like to try that i'm just trying something new and i'd love to i would love a discount don't you, don't you have anything you could give me <laughs> i'm gonna try that tomorrow at lunch see, see can i get a surprise for a discount just say don't tell us what you do i just said that <laughs> now, do you remember like there's this study where people i think that the example they give is um if you use because even if the mm. even if the reason is useless right so there's like people in line waiting for a printer and somebody asks, like, can I cut in front of you? And then, like, some people will say yes, some people will say no. Mm. But if the person says, can I cut in front of you because I want to be in front of you or because I want to get to the printer faster, right? It doesn't matter what's after the because, but somehow, that's like, amazing. I forget what that's in. Um, maybe it's like Robert Cialdini's, yeah. like, it's in influence or huh. or persuasion. Like, maybe it's, in, I, I don't know. But, but one of those books where they talk about, as long as you say because, most people will be like, all right, even if you're, <laughs> even if it's stupid, you know, Hey, right. can I get the, in the printer, you know, in the line, or I want to use the yeah. printer before you, because yeah. I just want to, right. You I know, I'm hungry. That. Right. <laughs> cause they're giving, cause it's almost like your first question when they ask is, well, why you don't really care what the reason is. You just want to know that they have a reason <laughs> and that probably is enough. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we should actually try a bunch of these different mm-hmm. becauses at Starbucks. Yeah. I'd like a discount because I feel like it. Right? <laughs> I mean, just like, <laughs> how far you know just random, like, see what, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, you know, how far I'm can you take ask. it? 
I mean, even if you said, I'd like, can I get a discount? Because I, I think I deserve it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that, that, there's something kind of bravado about that, that I could just see them saying, okay, I respect that. You know what? Here's my well, discount I'm going to give There's you. a big competitor to Starbucks. So, like, in Minnesota, there's a Caribou Coffee, right? Yeah. So, they're very, they're a Minnesotan company. Mm. So, especially, like, if you go into either one of them, now I'm just going to be like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at starbucks hey can right. i get a discount because caribou would give me one yeah <laughs> and then i'll go into i'll go into caribou right. and be like hey can i get a discount because starbucks, starbucks would give me one. yeah they gave me one exactly and so i think right. that's universal like i think that but, but your uh, point is if you don't ask yeah you never know yeah that that is the point if you don't ask these questions and i think that was his overarching point is most entrepreneurs that he meets and and are unwilling to ask questions are unwilling to ask for a sale they're unwilling to ask the customer what they like. So, I mean, there's so many things we could be doing to improve the sale, you know, in terms of sales. And I think that's why they often say, you know, try sales at least once in your life because you're going to get good at breaking through some of these barriers that mm -hmm. if you don't, you you have a less strong, less chance of, yeah, making sales. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that is the thing, right? You, there's a lot of crap products out there with great marketing and they're doing better than a lot of great products with poor marketing and that's just the unfortunate reality of this stuff um but it's also hopeful too <laughs> i guess it means that you can do both and do hopefully very well well and, and that is the win right i mean there's so much you know there's so much opportunity right all you mm -hmm. got to do is you know just be better and yeah. yeah it's just and it's a win for the consumer in the end right i mean we all Absolutely. we all win when everybody realizes like hey this product kind of sucks good marketing right. but now somebody comes up with a better product and better marketing mm -hmm. like it's a win for everybody absolutely very true guys i'm going to rush out because i have a meeting right now but i'm going to let you guys continue um and i'll uh, look forward to hearing how things are going next week sounds good that works all right see you later kevin interesting yeah. So anything like anything new in the news lately that's caught your attention? Anything fun? Anything? You know, I think unique? a lot of people are sports fever right now with the NFL playoffs around. Um, I found it. Yeah, when's the Super Bowl? Is it now or like is it? The stupid bowl. Let's see. I don't know. I, okay. okay. I would yeah. imagine. I know that there's a whole nother slew of uh, playoff games coming this coming weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. I just noticed my email. Like I get emails about like chicken wings and stuff over the weekend. So. Yes. Um, yeah. So when and where, I guess, is the question for the Super Bowl. It is Sunday, February oh. 11th. Not oh, February. Week. Okay. Yeah. So All the right. 11th. And it's going to be in Las Vegas. And Usher is going to be the halftime performer. He's still around? Yes. Making a comeback. It is the uh, Apple Music halftime show. At... Awesome. Respectable. Is it Super Bowl 58, huh? Pretty crazy. Yep. Yes. Lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, 
and I think we need to have a get together. Maybe a, you know, maybe a plan a get together at a local watering hole of some sort. Like tomorrow for lunch. That'd be. Um, yeah, I think there's already one of those set up. Okay. Um, yeah, we should have a midlife crisis. Um, maybe like a, a summit, a little, a little summit. Yeah. Like some probably wait for Kevin to get back before we talk about it. Um, well, or but, we could just plan it without him right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a surprise. Yeah. Everybody want to yeah. let you know where you're going next week. Right. We're doing it live. Yeah. Q and a with the audience of five. Uh, we could actually do, um, you know, we've done a few of these, the video podcasts could we do a live uh, think about having a live meetup or or doing one of the i don't know go through something have something yeah we could something to do we could definitely look at putting some together um do you want to wrap this right now actually yeah. like let's uh let's do that let's, so we're wrapping let's wrap this up here all right so for this week Jeff and Kevin and Steve, we're out. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And don't forget to sur yeah, well. subscribe and hit the bell. Yep, subscribe, smash that like button, That's and uh, email us if, if you have any topics you want us to talk about.